I just wanted to begin uh, thanking Larry for both acknowledging the history of our flag. I didn't know that, Larry. And that it wasn't totally inclusive. And because um, as a white person, I went with the... that exclusion of not knowing the colors and uh, that's something that I learn and see inside myself over and over again and um, just really appreciate that invitation from you, thank you, to be inclusive and so we have brought all of our community represented in colors onto the altar. Uh, gifted by Ramona's lovely scarves. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) One of the wonderful things about each of us is that we offer a particular gateway, uh, a gateway for others and uh, through our own combination of experiences and uh, um, physical expression, gender, um, qualities of the heart because each of us are unique and what's wonderful about being part of a team and being part of a sangha is that uh, that keeps getting bigger and bigger it's not just the inflationary principle of the universe which is getting bigger and bigger our hearts and minds can as well and I wanted to share one of my gateways and that I come to over and over again. It's really the um, uh, um, it's my guiding light. You know, like when you uh, walk back to the dining hall after the first sitting, for those of you who are doing that, and it's dawn, and there's... Is it Venus, that one star that's always a light when... It is Venus, right? And so Venus is always there. I notice that because I get up early every morning to sit and I look at the sky. And this is my Venus, the sort of star that's there. And it's... um, It's the understanding of the breakdown of uh, consciousness into what is wholesome and what isn't wholesome. So for some reason, maybe I'm not doing this correctly. My earpiece keeps falling. That's better. So I want to then back off and say that sometimes we confuse attention, paying attention with mindfulness. What is the difference? Because we could pay attention 
and focus and make an effort, which are the three steps of the Eightfold Path, the last three steps, right? And be planning a robbery, right? Or, or planning to, to rip people off of their savings by messing the mortgage scene. I mean, that's what we could be doing. Is that paying attention mindfulness? And why isn't it? Because according to the Buddha's teachings, mindfulness brings about one of the core energies we are growing and cultivating, right? That supports the heart and mind to open. So then what is the difference? In the Satipatthana Sutta, which is the foundational teachings that have been passed down these 2,600 years or more, um, mindfulness is actually broken up into two aspects. And one is general comprehension. And general comprehension is that <clears throat> comprehending the purpose of what we're doing. And it is the bridge to what Larry was saying about the refuges. Like, why are we doing this practice? What does it mean to find our place in the world, to come home? What does it mean to liberate ourselves? And that aspect, general comprehension, is as important as bare attention or the noticing of the details of the experience, right? Because it, it frames what that attention is in honor of. Either it's cultivating energies that constrict the heart and the mind and bring suffering, or it is supportive of the opening of the heart and mind. So in our knowing, there is some aspect of the knowing of our experience that holds, that knows also why we're doing what we're doing. However you frame it, because that's one language. You know, it could be any, because our language is so diverse to heal the heart and mind, to be generous, to liberate myself from the constriction of and contraction of identification and attachment, to join all of my being into the communion of life, all of that, all of life not to live in separation and isolation. We get to name that ourselves and over and over again because it's part of infusing the noticing and the bare attention. Otherwise, bare attention is neutral. And that is um, delineated in what I mentioned last night, the uh, Abhidharma, and the different mental factors and whether the factors are supporting this purpose 
or comprehension into liberation or if they're not, right? So we get to see that it's not just a technology but so much more because it's asking us to align and orient all the time, right? As that general comprehension, that vision and purpose that's there all the time operates, it actually changes the way we pay attention, right? So, for example, I've mentioned that I've done the oil refinery walks from... Um, Martin, Martin, not Martinique, because that's an island, Martin, whatever it is on the bay. Martinez, Martinez, that's where we started, and we've we've walked 12 or 13 or 14 miles um, three or four times a year to bring attention to the oil refineries and the ways that they have occupied originally indigenous land and how they have been polluting our environment. And at the beginning of each oil refinery march, there is a uh, maybe an hour of blessings of bringing water from the bay into a pail. And then people, we take turns, carry that pail over those miles. And we're walking not on pretty like woodland trails. We're walking on freeways and busy roads in the height of summer. I don't know. Have any of you been on any of you've been on those walks? No. And they say that it's led by indigenous people who come actually from all over the United States and South and Central America. They say this is a prayer walk. And Every step is a prayer and blessing for the earth. And when we come to the oil refineries, it isn't like, oh, these evil, greedy um, shareholders. It is, may all the workers of the oil refineries be safe. It's prayers and blessings for all beings around the oil refineries. May they come to an end. And... That's general comprehension. And then in that framework, we notice every step. And you have to, because otherwise it's too painful after a while. You know, walking those 12 or 14 miles, every step, I'm here. And I understand why I'm here. And I understand why I'm taking the step, even in terrible heat and fumes and everything else. And it's God, right? That's the difference between paying attention and being mindful. Yeah. So it's this embodied, caring blessing of our experience. Each step, each breath, this body, this thought. That's why we're alive, right? So... See again as we uh, as we move into the meditation, this bringing together of general comprehension. Why I'm doing this, and the invitation then to come into connection 
to know, to bless in a way each experience. And when I forget, and when I don't, of course. Because I'm also, and we are also, each one of us, living with ignorance, the habitual mind, the confusion sometimes about what our purpose and our refuge is. That's true too. And we face it over and over. And, and, it is said by the great teachers that love and awareness are part of being human and ignorance can be healed. It's possible to change. So that confusion is there, of course, of course. Oh, we come to, I'm lost. Oh, I'm lost. I forgot what I was doing. I went into shame or blame or envy or jealousy or greed or hatred or clinging. Remember all those things I read last night? I went into one of those. Hi, and I am beginning to discern and recognize that that's the expression of ignorance, a confusion there because there isn't awareness there. That's all. No shame, no blame. I'm not a terrible person. Just, oh, this is a place that doesn't have my remembering of why I'm here. And that's why we make so much effort because we want to build the momentum of this awareness and general comprehension of bare attention and remembering so that it begins to come back by itself and penetrate the confusion. And so the continuity of this practice makes a huge difference because of that. And so this is uh, a day where we could both, if you feel called to, dedicate to remembering the vision, the refuge, the purpose, to come into connection with experience, to bless it or to know it in that field. And as much as possible, to to be continuous in your wish to do the practice. Okay. As you come to acknowledge your posture, how would you like to bless this being? Mm. 
in this listening into this life. Where are you being called? It might be to body sensations, just to acknowledge the body in its posture. All the sounds and silence or the movement and touch of the breath. Relaxing. It's there. Presence. Mindfulness. Allow it to co-arise with your predominant experience. If things feel shake here, acknowledge that. If it feels stable, dropping into the knowing of the details, the very beginning of the breath through to the end. That space and then the beginning of the out-breath. How does that begin? How do you know you're breathing out? How does it end? Or just the vibration in the body, hardness or softness, heat or coolness. or touch of cloth against the skin. Meeting, knowing, blessing. Not with words, but how we connect.
If the mind has wandered off, no problem. Appreciating the reconnection.
have wandered off just for these last few minutes. Calling in. This acknowledgement and knowing, caring of how it is for you now in your sitting or breath or hearing or seeing.
Thank you for your practice. So we, um, Larry and I, are continuing with our interview groups. And um, is there any other announcements? Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.